this is a hype up song. Like this um, is a song that if you want to get hyped, like this is a hype song. So like hype to do what? Let's <laughs> go <Still> nuts. <laughs> Make it through my day. <laughs> Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Chris and Amanda Show. I'm going to apologize right off of the top of the show, because Amanda and I are both suffering from severe allergies. <laughs> and so my voice is definitely, as you can hear, not as not as uh, uncongested. <laughs> Horrible. And mine is... I just have like the scratchy throat from. Yeah. I'll be honest. I told Chris I woke up and just like choked on my spit last night. <laughs> <laughs> now I have a scratchy throat. <laughs> Who does that? Okay, I don't know. Of course. I don't know. We, Amanda we does. Do. We but do. we're a mess. But we're here and we're gonna have fun. We just That's might right. sound weirder than normal. <laughs> yes, exactly. It may sound a little weirder, but it's still gonna be the same old show. We promise you. We've got lots to talk about today and. Um, it should be fun. So strap in. So welcome, everybody, to another episode. Uh, thank you for everybody who's watching this live right now. Please feel to uh, comment, like, share, subscribe as you go. Of course, the same thing goes for those of you. We thank you so much for those of you that listen to the replay or watch the replay uh, over on YouTube or listen wherever you get podcasts. Uh, right at the top, I do want to say that uh, if you like what you hear and you want to support the show, please head over to our Buy Me a Coffee page and please feel free to uh, submit or select a level that feels most comfortable f- to you um, if you'd love to show your support for the show. Uh, you can also commission an entire episode of the Chris and Amanda show as well. So you can do all that through Buy Me a Coffee. And if you'd like to call us, right, we have a phone number, we have a hotline. It's not as cool as calling oats, which we established last week, is like the coolest thing on, on earth. But if you want something that's just a little under calling oats, just, you can call the just official a just the smidge. You can call the official Chris and Amanda hotline at plus one nine seven three five oh six eight zero zero nine and leave us a voicemail message there and we will play it on the air. Uh we've got uh you can leave um, I don't know, whatever you want, a greeting, a happy Chris and Amanda day. Uh, I disagree with what Amanda says about Judas Priest's painkiller. I completely <laughs> disagree. Or I love, it's, it's right on the money. Uh, I love how Chris talks about uh, Return to Pooh Corner. I, I love what he had to say. So whatever you want to leave on that message, feel free to do that. And uh, we've got a, a anniversary coming up. Well, our, we had our one-year anniversary. I keep saying our anniversary, but we have got our 50th episode coming up in – I think nine episodes from now or eight episodes from now. Once again, math is hard. Math I think it's like eight fun. episodes from now. Cause this is our 21st episode of this year of season two. That's so crazy. Uh, that would leave us with eight more episodes left to get to 50 overall. That is so exciting. <laughs> and I'm so proud of us. And I actually have an idea up my sleeve to present to you after we're done recording today, Chris. Ooh, so cliffhanger for all of our audience that's tuning in. Uh, I think it's a fantastic idea. Chris might be going like, I don't know. So, <laughs> I don't want to announce it on the air like it's official. <laughs> I am waiting with bated breath. <laughs> um, so 
Uh, for those of you that don't know, and if this is your first time listening to the show, my name is Chris Vaglio and my amazing co-host, Amanda Sharp. Uh, and uh, Amanda, I'm going to kick it off to you to just let everybody know if it's their first time listening to the mm-hmm. show, how our little show works. How our little getting to be bigger show <laughs> big in our minds that's right it's, our brains are hardly big enough now because of how big we think our show is <laughs> <laughs> so chris sends me three songs i send chris three songs we come from musically vastly different backgrounds and we rate them on a sliding scale of one two five records one being yeah and five being it has a darn good song and it's going on we're betting some money that it's going on a playlist at that point. It's going on a playlist. <laughs> it's for sure going on a playlist. Uh, so it's super fun. We we have some good banter. We have some bad banter. <laughs> good or bad. <laughs> good or bad. And honestly, I think Chris and I navigate our different views way better than some of like our viewers. <laughs> I think I think that might be right. <laughs> so feel free to disagree with this or you know, say yay if we kind of hit it on the head and you like our rating for a particular song Mm. Uh, so it's a lot of fun and we we do a lot of laughing so we hope you stick around and share it with your friends absolutely 100 percent. and once again for all the links that we're talking about here you can access them in the show notes or the video description below Mm. and uh one more quick thing before we get started once again i always want to address the hey how come we don't actually hear the songs on the chris and amanda show and the very good reason for that is we don't want any copy strikes against us, <laughs> copyright strikes against us, which then force us to have to take the show down on certain platforms and all that. So that's why we've created a Spotify playlist. So hopefully you have Spotify and you can go over to the Chris and Amanda show uh, playlist 2022 and listen to all the songs that we've been talking about on season two. We do have a season one playlist as well, which you can also get on Spotify. Uh, just search for uh, Chris and Amanda show uh, 2021 playlist. So, all those songs from season one are there. And of course, all the songs from season two are currently on this playlist. So, and all, once again, that link is in the show notes and video description below. So you can listen to all the tunes that we are talking about. So speaking of the tunes that we're talking about, <laughs> Amanda Sharp. <laughs> Chris Baglio, your songs to me this week <laughs> are Teenage Dirt Bag by Wheatus. 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 <laughs> just drive by in the moment in in this i think i spelled oh, in this no no you're right in, I, in, this, in moment. this moment for sure yeah i was trying to be like shania twain there for a second it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> and your third song to me was painkiller by judas priest i figured if i like like spaced it out and said it slow enough it didn't seem so aggressive <laughs> And mean. <laughs> and mean. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. There was a long delay there. <laughs> I can't wait. So, all right. So your three songs to me this week um, are uh, Bob Seeger and the Silver Bullet Band with yes. Main Street. Uh, Genesis with That's All. And Kenny Loggins, Return to Pooh Corner. <laughs> And I'm going to be fully honest, this week's playlist to you, Chris Baglio, I fully expected you to know every single one of these songs. Uh, it was Feelers. Um, it's a I, test. I, I had a feeling it would be. Um, this is the most Amanda, this is one of the most Amanda Sharp playlists I think you've given me. <laughs> Fair Especially enough. rounding it off with Return to Pooh Corner. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> I've got thoughts. <laughs> 
I have many thoughts, Amanda. I have many thoughts. Well, one thought is he does not have a Colin Oates hotline. So no, no. <laughs> Kenny Loggins doesn't have a Colin Oates. But from now on, I think that. And by the way, if anybody doesn't know what we're referencing, the last mm-hmm. episode of the show, uh, we were talking about we uh, one of the songs Amanda gave to me was Daryl Hall and John Oates, "Rich Girl." And through my research, <laughs> we found out that there's a call in Oats hotline, which we then called on the the previous episode. And there's a YouTube video of it as well, where I review this. I, we put up a highlight of that, and, it, and it's all on there too. So you can go and watch that on YouTube, just that clip. But um, I think now that is a measurement stick for all artists. <laughs> like, do you have a hotline where I can instantly call and listen to your hit songs? <laughs> no. If you, if you yeah. don't have that, I think you're not you're, you're missing the mark. They're going to say, no, we have a Spotify playlist. <laughs> nope. It's not, not the same. The same. It's not, not the same. same. <laughs> I there get was, to dial in the number. <laughs> I cannot encourage our listeners. And even if you saw it live, go back and watch it again on our YouTube channel. Because the dysfunction in which it was like I had never dialed a phone number in my life before. <laughs> it was There was a lot of struggle there trying to figure there out. There was. We joke uh, we're not good at numbers. Um, this was a physical like in your face representation of how bad we, had, we were <laughs> but it was so much fun, oh, so fun. So and funny. to our amazing surprise the Colin Oates hotline still worked and we were absolutely so happy about it and still I'm are so obviously glad. yeah I'm so glad the Colin Oates line still works so 2011 still active I was like mom did you know there's a Colin Oates hotline <laughs> it's the greatest like, no, thing ever I- I'm good though, Amanda. I'm like, okay, yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't understand. I can I can hit this number and I can I can listen to call Hall and Oates anytime I want. I have you saved in my phone as Colin Oates. <laughs> Why wouldn't you at this point? I mean, come on. <laughs> Just love it. All right. Love let's it. dive right. into this okay. amazing, amazing playlist we have for today. Right. Um, I'll start with your Teenage dirt bag. All right. I'm just a teenage <laughs> dirt bag, baby. So I was book. like super excited, like straight out of like the playlist. It was a song I knew. Wow. I knew this one. And I Holy. said, How do I know this one? Yeah, that's what I would. That's the bigger question. <laughs> yeah. How do you know this one? <laughs> yes. And I knew like the tune very well. I didn't know all the words, yeah. obviously, but I knew the chorus and I could sing that note for note. And I was like, there, uh, there's a reason. There's a reason. So my little fingers started doing the Google machine. And I was like, what show or what movie is Teenage Dirtbag in? And you know what I found, Chris Baglia? What did you find, Amanda Sharp? It was in Dawson's Creek. (laughs) 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 And I don't know if I want to admit that out loud, but that's how I know. Teenage (laughs) Dirtbag. Well, very good. That's good. I'm surprised that uh, you knew the song. I was like, there's no way Amanda knows Teenage Dirtbag. But it's you you proved me wrong. Yeah, it's a really fun song. It is. I I don't dislike it at all. I, I would not go out of my way to play it. Okay. But you bet your bottom dollar if I was at a liquor store and this was playing, I'd be singing to it. <laughs> I, I can't wait for I can't wait to hear your liquor store playlist. I got I think <laughs> I actually like to put that one together. The Amanda Sharp liquor store playlist for the songs that she listens to when she's inside of a liquor store, even though she doesn't drink, but it's just songs that she listens to inside of liquor stores. 
If you're listening to this for the first time, you have to go back and listen to previous episodes. All of these things make sense. But to Chris's point, I do frequent liquor stores, even though I don't drink. (laughs) (laughs) Mostly for the music. Mostly for the music and the beautiful labels. Right. (laughs) Beautiful labels make a difference. (laughs) You're a sucker for packaging like I am. (laughs) I am. I am. And it doesn't always, Marcus doesn't always like it. And they go, well, I like the label. So there's that. So um, I'll look forward to the day that that's playing out in the liquor store. Maybe a liquor store could like, you know, at some point sponsor us, but that's a whole different conversation. Right, and we will give you a playlist to play at your liquor store. <laughs> Absolutely. We could be in person at a liquor store one day. That's right. Because we are doing appearances now. So why do I have my mic? Like, <laughs> I don't know, but I like it. <laughs> I kind of like it. I I relocated today and I don't have a place to put my mic. So I need for it to like start creeping. (laughs) This is a train wreck of an episode. But with that being said, I really like Teenage Dirtbag. I was more proud, honestly, than anything that I knew it. But it's a fun tune. It it makes you feel like early 2000s-ish. I assume that's when it was written or like released. Uh, So with that, like I got to give it four records. Yeah, it's it's a good good song, and there's actually a really like interesting story about this song. And I I, I got a I think it was something where like the original version or the original master somehow he signed a really bad deal or oh. something like that. I, I gotta look at the hit. I honestly I wish I had the history. I, I don't have it. Um, maybe I, I can bring it up. But basically, he went and re-recorded the entire song. Really? Um, exactly as it had been recorded with all the same musicians, all the same gear as much as he could to get it as close to the original version as possible. Um, trying to see where that was. Interesting. Yeah. I, um, I, can't, I, uh, I can't, I can't find it now. Oh, well, but anyway, he had to go back in and, and re- he re-recorded the whole song from like scratch and made it sound just like the original version. Cause Something where the masters or the royalties or something like that got screwed up. So we had to redo it. That's he like went Taylor Swift. He was yeah. Taylor Swift before Taylor Swift. Basically, because this is like his this is like the biggest song. And it's like and it's huge and it's been covered and like used on everything, films and commercial. I mean, it's it's on TikTok. Like it's a big TikTok song. It's- Maybe I know it a little from TikTok, too. <laughs> yeah, you might. <laughs> I spend way too much time on the talk. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Mark. Look at Mark on yeah. Twitch. I know. Him and Chuck, the Chuck Taylor, are Chuck so Taylor. cool. They I just feel like anyone cool. who's twitching is just very cool. Anyway, he's twitching. <laughs> yeah, not like medically twitching. <laughs> I've done my fair share of twitching in my life. Yeah. <laughs> not on the cool platform though. <laughs> Mark, do you like the song Teenage Dirtbag by Weedus? That's what we want to know. <laughs> I okay, before you comment, I want to quickly vote. I believe he does like that song. And okay. I assume what do you think, Chris? I'm gonna say with he does like that song. I think so too. Yeah. So Chuck- what do you guys think out there? Let us know. Leave a vo- leave us a voicemail <laughs> about dude. when did you first hear teenage Dirtbag by Weedus, or what do you how does that song make you feel? Leave us a message plus 973-506-8009. It makes me feel extra boppy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the Chuck Taylor. I was on the air when I heard Amanda talk about liquor store songs. I can't imagine <laughs> Amanda getting turned up. I can't either. Never been yeah. turned up in my life. Oh, I always use Twitch for you guys. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> He's just saying that to make us feel a little bit more cool. I think so. As I think so. the Chuck Taylor is also coming through on Twitch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and not from Dawson's Creek. 
No. And he does like teenage dirtbag. Yeah. <laughs> I've aged myself a little bit, but that's okay. But that's all right. That's okay. It's all right. It's okay. All right. Let's keep the show moving along. Yeah, that was fun though. Fun. That was fun. We'll keep this. Keep 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 the comments coming, everybody. This is fun. All right. So your first song to me this week. And by the way, thank you for your four records. Oh, on weed. You're welcome. That was very good. I was unexpected. I was pleasantly surprised this morning. I can't wait to hear what you think of the other song. It almost sounds, and I don't mean to digress again, because that's just what we do. But if the words weren't teenage dirtbag, couldn't you see it being like a song on Scooby-Doo? Probably. But they would just change it. They change stuff all the time for Scooby-Doo. That's true. Okay. So sorry. So sorry. Back. Now I'm just okay. here. Because <laughs> otherwise now we're going to start talking about Scooby-Doo for the next hour. Which we could do. Which we could do. All <laughs> right. So Bob Seger, Main Street. This is your. This was your first song to me. And out of the Bob Seger tunes, the, the 70s Bob Seger stuff, this is one of the tunes I actually really like. I, I dig. Okay. I dig 70s Bob Seger. Um, and I really like this song because I've always loved the opening riff to this song. Like, yeah. This is like so quintessential, like a 70s sound to me. Mm-hmm. And um, and it is kind of like, and I know he's gotten this comparison, especially, but it's very like Springsteen-esque in that way, too. Um, and you know, but I, I like this song. This is a to me, this is a song I've I've grown up listening to. It's been on every classic rock radio station ever. I'm pretty sure I heard it before you even sent it to me. I think I probably heard it about four or five times this weekend on listening sure, on serious, sure. but but it's a really cool song. But once again, when you send me songs, especially ones I know, mm-hmm. I go, wow, what is this song about? How did it come about? Like, what's the history about this song? So love the history. Went over to went over to songfacts.com and I found and I, I, I found some information. So uh, basically, for anybody that doesn't know, this was uh, released off of uh, Bob Seger's 1976 album, Night Moves, and it charted number 24 on the Billboard Hot 100 when it came out. Uh, as Bob Seger wrote the song about his high school years in Ann Arbor, Michigan. The song explores wait, the problems. Wait, of- I didn't know he went there. The song was written about his high school years at Ann Arbor, Michigan. <gasps> We're go blue people here in this household. And another another fellow Michiganite. <laughs> That's fascinating. Love it. Love it. Which is why I thought you had picked this one because I thought maybe you were like, oh, Bob Bob Seeger's another Michigan guy person. No clue. This is why Amanda loves her history lessons from yes. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> the, the history of uh, of the of these uh, songs. All right, so. Uh, the song explores the promise of youth and what Seeger calls his awakening after being a quiet, awkward kid for most of his youth. The actual street Seeger, Se- Bob Seeger sings about in this song is Ann Street, which is off of Main Street in Ann Arbor. Seeger recalled that in Chicago sometimes it was a club. I can't remember the name of the club, but the band that played there all the time was called the was called Washboard Willie. They were a Delta and Chicago blues band. Girls would dance in the window and, and there were, and they, oh, they were a black band and they were very, very good. That's where I would go, but I was too young to get in. It wasn't a great part of town, but college students loved to go there. So that's what this song is about, Main that's Street. Fabulous. So are you now going to go over to um, to the street? 
Yeah, I'm going to say, Marcus, where is Ann Street? He'll probably, he'll probably say, we walk out of it every time we go to the football games or something like that. Probably. Yeah. I mean, it's all, it's off of Main Street. So, yeah. It would make sense. Yeah. And Chuck Taylor said he saw Seeger on one of his last tour. A guy is so cool. He did the show in tennis shoes and a jockey suit. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, at that point, you can wear whatever you want. Mm-hmm. You absolutely can. You're 100%. So, my rating on this song is I'm going to give it four records because this is okay. a really good Bob Seger song. Um, I don't think it's a five, but mm-hmm. it's but I, I it's up there because it is a classic rock standard. This is definitely one that is a, is on the jukebox all the time at the mm-hmm. bar. No matter what bar you go into, it's usually one of three Bob Seger songs. This is one of them. Um, I will tell you, I'm not a fan of old time rock and roll. I, I cannot stand that song is so overplayed. And literally, so when back in the days when I used to do weddings, I used to film weddings for a living. Sure. Many, many years ago. And uh, this would be the song that would be the DJ would be like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, let's open up the dance floor. <laughs> and then, dun, 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 dun. like, this is like every single wedding was the same, like, Ladies and gentlemen, let's <laughs> open up the dance floor. Let's get those dancing shoes on and let's go. Dun, 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 dun. And I'm like, oh, God, I just, so overplayed. <laughs> we should do a DJ edition of what a Chris and Amanda show at some point. I'll write that down. Yeah, do that. Christmas will be so much cooler than mine, but that'll but, be fun. But Main Street, great, great Bob Seger mm-hmm. song. Not that, listen, old time rock and roll, it's a hit song, right? So, I mean, listen, he wrote a hit song all, to the bank all day. He'll just make money off of that forever and ever and ever. Just overplayed and just kind of whatever. But, like, Main Street, mm. great, great tune. So And I, I, I knew you would enjoy a good Bob Seger song. I just didn't know where it landed in your – because there's definitely different the, Bob Seger yeah, I don't. I'm I'm more of a fan of this sound of Bob mm-hmm. Seger. Okay. <laughs> the Night Moves Night album. Moves. This is a good record. Yeah. This record is solid. It's it's. I really enjoy him. And this song, like you said, that opening just gets you in the yeah. mood too. I don't know. It's yeah. very nostalgic. You know. Very, very. Probably when I'm 80, if I live that old, I'll love it even more because I'll be like, oh. Down on Lewis Avenue, <laughs> and I'll have all of all the stories like his Main Street. <laughs> yeah, you mean you mean when we're both eighty and we're still doing this show? <laughs> yup. <laughs> <laughs> and our grandchildren are like, "Look at him go! <laughs> Look at him go! They're still doing the show. They, they realize nothing's plugged in, right? Like it's, it's not going anywhere. It's just they're just yeah, they've just dialed us into each other." Yeah. <laughs> As I'm laughing like an old person who's because you know cigarettes. that's what would happen. <laughs> All <laughs> our listeners, <laughs> the nursing homes, <laughs> will be the will be the entertainment that everyone goes to the community room for. <laughs> oh yes, I can see it now. All right, we have something to live for, Chris. We do. We have something to live for. goals. 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 <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right, moving on to your second song choice. <laughs> Just Drive by In This Moment. Yes. <laughs> um, what a change from Teenage Dirtbag. That was it. That was on purpose. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> it felt very purposeful. I won't lie. I have to say, so I heard the singer's voice, and I had to do a little digging, going, "What am I hearing? Who am I hearing?" Maria because Brand. and. Yes, Maria 
it's Maria Brink. Is that? I, like or, that yeah, mom? I think it's Brinker, Blinker. Brinker. Um, hold, please hold on the verification <laughs> of that. But regardless, <laughs> I really, really enjoyed her vocals. I thought they were fantastic. She is just an extraordinary singer. Like, I can't even believe how she sings, how she does. She's like, you know, like when we, when I gave you spirit box and it's like Mm -hmm. Courtney LaPont's vocals, like how Mm -hmm. she can like sing like an angel and then like growl like a demon is like, I I find it fascinating. It's unbelievable how they can, how they, and she, Maria does the same thing. It's amazing. And we'll sound better than you and I today with our allergies. Oh, I know. (laughs) With our croaky allergy voices. We're such such dorks compared to Maria. I know. And the Chuck Taylor, we will, he always talks about like treating your voice and like making sure you maintain it. So we might need lessons from him. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I think we we might need lessons from him. Yeah. Uh, Really enjoyed the lyrics of the song. And, but it, I'll be honest, if it didn't have Maria, I'm not sure I would have liked it. Well, yeah, Maria is the, she's the, she's the vocalist of the band. I mean, it, this is her band. So, you so know, this I, is her band. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the, the guy is like a guest, he's a guest vocals um, on this song. Okay. <clears throat> so yeah, I that's, a guest vocalist, which now, is, uh, did she name? write this song? So she writes, she does write songs. I mean, they're a band. Um, so, you know, obviously people in the band are all all writers. I'm sure she wrote the lyrics for sure. this. That's and although I have to say, as I was listening to it, I couldn't help but like think of a like country song. And so in my head, I can't have that. It does. So like <laughs> tonight is the night. Like there was just like, yeah, let's get ready to go. Like it was yeah. just like a whole different version that was playing in my head well i mean yeah you could take those lyrics and put them to a country song i'm sure and it would probably just it probably would still work (laughs) so it was it was a lot of fun i thought the lyrics were very versatile and uh so with that being said i really like her i i need to listen to a little bit more of that music to see if i can handle it i liked it better as i listened to it more yeah, so I'll say that their first few records. So this band has gone through a huge, huge change over the years. I mean, okay. what they do now, as opposed to even what they did on this record, are like I, I feel like it's night and day what they do now. I'm not so much a fan of what they do now because okay. I feel like it's a little boring to me. But oh. I don't know. But you may actually like it. She's done a lot. I, I don't even know how to describe it. Um, definitely gone with a little bit more of a gothic feel. A little bit oh. more sort of electronic more pop i don't know i don't know how to really describe what they're doing now i'll have to send you some of their newer stuff and see if there are a dime bomb in it there's no dime bombs in it no (laughs) because dime bombs are only exclusive to pantera (laughs) got it that is it no one else is allowed to do a dime bomb except for (laughs) except for a dime bag and god rest his soul he's he's not with us anymore so that's it the dime bomb the dime bomb goes down with with the dime bag daryl (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> fair enough fair enough so i'll have to look into some of their more recent music then to see what you mean when you say like more gothic that's interesting to me yeah i mean they uh i don't know i don't really know how to describe i'll have to send it to you but uh yeah. but i'm glad you like this song i i thought it's you would, cool. i thought you would hate this song i i did it first like as soon as it started playing but my ears had to warm up to the sound because right. again it was coming from teenage dirtbag which is a very like trendy like useful yeah. like boppy song even if it's not considered boppy and then it went into just drive so yeah 
I I just had to warm up to that type of hearing of a song, and sure. then I didn't I didn't hit it all. I wouldn't skip it. Okay. I might turn it down a hair. You know, just right. you know. So I wouldn't reach to skip, but I'd reach to turn down to you know keep the integrity of my hearing. Okay, so when we're eighty, we can right. still do this show. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, I'm going to give another four records, Chris Baglio. Wow, four In records. This moment with a, with a with a four records. Four records for that just drive by good. In this moment. I uh, I like that. That's that's that is very good. I was still trying to figure out who the heck was in who sang the backing vocals on this song. Oh, there it is, Adrian Patrick. That's right. Hey, my maiden name was Patrick. Adrian Patrick. Yes, Adrian Patrick was the guest vocalist on uh, "Just Drive." Sorry. No, <laughs> I could not. I could not forget. I couldn't. Get, you had to, yeah. <laughs> you had to find so it. You had to find it. I had to find it. So, well, oh, thank you for the four records on on in this moment. You're I welcome. am very surprised with you, and this just goes to show how much I'm rubbing off on you, Amanda Sharp. Very much, and I'll be honest. I surprised myself with the four records. Not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. It's how I not felt. Gonna lie. It was real. <laughs> Very real feelings for that. <laughs> all right. So your your second song to me this week was Genesis, That's All. Now, I have a uh, a love-hate relationship with Genesis. I'm gonna, I'm gonna always <laughs> before we get into this, what is Chuck saying here? Two four-record songs. She must have hit the liquor cabinet before the show. Chuck Taylor, how did you know that the liquor store that I refer to is literally called the liquor cabinet? <laughs> Oh boy! It's by my Kroger, and it's really pretty. <laughs> It'll be a sponsor. Yeah, I know. I should go in there. <laughs> Say I've referenced you a couple times. You do. You do. <laughs> um, all right. So your your second song to me was Genesis. That's all. And I was saying I have a love hate relationship with Genesis. And I, I, Genesis, and I think most people do. Agreed. Because you have some very distinct. Uh, versions of genesis right so you have the very early like prog rock version of genesis where uh peter gabriel was the lead vocalist um and they were much more of a definitely a, a prog rock band doing really um experimental kind of music and and all that and so you have fans of, of that style of genesis then you have the post peter gabriel stuff in that like uh late 70s early 80s genesis then you have like the mid to late 80s Genesis, and then ultimately then the Phil Collins, like Phil Collins, solo stuff. Yeah. So, which is not Genesis, but just going there. So, um, this is the song. That's all. This that's all is one of these songs where um, this for me is like on the borderline of like still pretty good Genesis. Okay, like we were actually listening to um, Invisible Touch this weekend, right? And I, I used to have that on cassette, and I used to kind of like that record, and then I kind of like felt very, I stopped listening, it just got felt very dated. Sure. But I actually just went back and re-listened to um, that record again, because there's actually some really good songs on there. And uh, especially that that one song, like Invisible Touch, if you listen to Invisible Touch and that one song by Walk on the Moon or whatever, um, oh my God, that you 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 hear it. Listen, let me see. Walk on the moon. What is that? Walk on the moon hit song. I'm looking on that. Walk on the moon or walk, walk on, on the moon. Fly me to the, the, the moon. Song? Oh, shut up and dance. That's it. Listen to "Shut Up and Dance," the song by uh, Walk on the Moon, and listen to Genesis "Invisible Touch," and you'll hear 
the similar and now I couldn't tell you if they were influenced by Genesis or not, but if you listen to specifically the, the chorus of both those songs, I think you hear similarities. So for anybody out there, do that little I will have to do that after let me know not. what you think. I'd love to hear it. You can call us on our phone number and let us know. <laughs> love, love, love. <laughs> and one day we'll be as cool to have that hotline. Right. Well, we have a hotline. <laughs> well, like automated hotline. Oh, automated hotline. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right now it's just plus nine seven three five zero six eight zero zero nine, which you could just call our Google Voice and absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And good morning, Mister Pika. Coming in, saying good morning, good morning, friend and foe. Yes. yes, as he says, good morning, <laughs> friends and foes. As Johnny Johnny Pike is, I love that catchphrase. It's that's so great. Signature. Such absolutely. a great welcome. Um, so back to Genesis. That's all. So I like this song. I love the the bop of the piano. I love that, and I thought it was really really cool. Um, this song actually was their first top ten hit in the United States. And uh, and this obviously sets the stage for um, a lot of the success because, I mean, after that, they started charting like crazy. But this was their – and I didn't know this. This was their first top ten hit. Uh, the song about, if you want to know what it's about, um, which I never really – Really, really. I don't, that's a song that, like, I right. don't question what I hear and what I sing. I just sing it. No, you just sing it in a bop it. It could be yeah. a terrible, like, meaning. Yeah, but actually, <laughs> so the song's about a failing relationship. Oh. Um, the singer feels that no matter how hard he tries, the relationship keeps ending up in the rut. It's always the same. It's just a shame, and that's all. And that's all. That's all. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Genesis keyboarded Tony Banks is one of the first to use an emulator, which was one of the first digital samplers first introduced in 1981. Banks would record his bandmate Mike Rutherford as he noodled around on the instruments, then played around with those samples to create the track, which is how the song was developed. And also, I did find out that the drums were influenced. The drum playing was influenced by Rocky Raccoon, which I go makes a lot of sense to me. Now, when you put the piano together and all these things, I go, it does have a very Beatles-esque, Rocky, like, it has that Beatles-esque kind of feel to it. So, I was like, wow, it makes a lot of sense. It, Always comes back to the Beatles. It really does. And we're okay with that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we have no issue. We're totally fine with that. We're totally fine with that. So <laughs> We love the Beatles. I would give this song, you know what, I'm going to give this song four records. I mean, okay. I, I do like this song. It's it's hard for me to sit here and go, oh, it's a 3.8 or this way. It's a it's a good this falls into the Genesis stuff that I really like. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's a good song, it's well crafted. It's it's before Phil Collins started uh falling into mediocrity and just writing like awful pop songs that <laughs> just whatever. But I get it, you know, who wants to keep eating cat food for the rest of their lives? So I, I understand it. Um, but hey, once again, we always talk about like, you know, you write a pop song, like you know, you know how Absolutely. hard it is, let alone like constantly write pop songs and, and be charting and you know, selling out stadiums across the world. They just did their very, very last, like, kind of a farewell tour. Uh, Genesis just, I think, this year. It got postponed due to COVID um, because, you know, Phil Collins isn't in great health. I think he does most – I think he did most of the shows sitting in a chair, honestly. Like, it's just – you know, but they they did it and they put it on and you know, good for them going out on going out at least on a, on a high note, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, so Genesis, that's all. I'm gonna give it four records. I I, I like the song. I think it's I think it deserves a solid four records. And I felt like it was. 
Oh my, Dexter's oh. yelling at me. What what, how many records does Dexter think that? Dexter. Uh, that, uh, that's all oh she my. Got. He's like, oh. Mom. Mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I think he's a little upset with the four records. I, I, like, I think so. That's my doodle bop song, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's Dexter's voice. He's he's a little needy right now. <laughs> um, I can see that. <laughs> so I'll accept your four records. <laughs> you can accept my four records, Even and I hope, Dexter I hope, may disagree. <laughs> yeah, I think Dexter disagrees. But sorry, Dexter. That's where okay. I, that's cover, how I feel. Cover your that ears, time. Dexter. Cover those ears. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to your third song to me, "Painkiller" by Judas. Dot, 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 priest. <laughs> the show is going to the dogs. Good yeah. one, Chuck Taylor. Yeah. So for those of you who are, I think you can all gasp, but for those of you who are listening to the audio version of this, Amanda's dog, Dexter, has decided to uh, totally uh, steal some screen time. Yes, and disagree with Chris's four <laughs> record <disagree>. rating. <laughs> all right. So Painkiller by Judas Priest. Um, so your first song to me was in like this lane. Your second song to me was like in this lane. And then this song was like, whoa. It just, whoa. yes. it Yes. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> Great. This is um, such a huge song. One, two, bam. One, yes. two, what? Like one, two, hmm. This is a hype up song. Like this um, is a song that if you want to get hyped, like this is a hype song. So... Like hype to do what? Just go nuts. <laughs> Make it through my day. <laughs> so if Chris has a bad call at work, he's like, I'm going to put on some Judas Priest pain and I'm going to play me a painkiller. That's right. Okay. So this Such is a great song. your painkiller for your pain That's right. that this you may have endured. Okay. It's so metal. This is This personifies metal. It, it, yep. Absolutely. And I had shared that our show was going live and a good friend of mine, Mr. Mike Begaman, said, uh, Judas Priest, two thumbs up. And I said, or, and did three thumbs down. (laughs) I, um... I don't don't know what to say. It's not, like, I don't think it's surprising that it's not my style, right? I know it's not your style, but, you know, I love how you're walking around cradling your microphone right now. (laughs) And letting out the dog. Like a baby. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> you got to watch the video version of this if you're just listening. We appreciate you listening to you, but there's a lot of aspects that you got to catch on video for. Yes. Just go over to uh, YouTube and watch yeah, it. Just there. go to the, the good old YouTube. Yeah. Um, so I, I'll be honest, though. The lyrics seemed like, and you have sent me some Christian heavy metal in the I past. I have sent you some Christian heavy metal. So I did, I'll admit that I Googled whether this was like actually a Christian like band or a Christian right. song because I, some of the lyrics made me think like this could absolutely be. I found out it was not. But I also found out that R- Rob, is it Halford? Rob Halford. Is quite public about his Christian faith. Yes, he is. And has released two Christmas albums. He has. And I didn't have time to dive into his Christmas albums. But, you know, when you go from my love for Christmas music, like yes. the Carpenters, Merry Christmas, Darling, and think that he'd be like, Merry Christmas, Darling, <laughs> like, like Cookie Monster. 
I don't know if I would enjoy that. And if he it didn't does, to the holiday, he doesn't really do the growling too much. He doesn't growl in this. I mean, he's actually a trained opera singer, uh, Rob Halford. Um, he's also, he's, you know, he came out. Let's say I think it was the late night, and maybe actually, maybe right after this record or before this record came out. I can't really remember, but he did come out, um, and uh, which was very, you know, I mean, for being a heavy metal frontman, you know, it was very controversial at the time to, to come out and uh you know but he just was like whatever I'm, I'm tired of living you know living in secret and i am just coming out i'm letting everybody know and uh and that was and that was that was a big big thing back then in in the world of heavy metal sure and judas priest is when you when you think of judas, judas priest is one of the top top legendary classic metal bands of all time they're up there with iron maiden black sabbath um you know Metallica, uh, uh, all the classic, the Scorpions, the classic like Godfathers of of heavy metal music, and they have gone through many, many like upgrade, you know, different changes in their music. Sure. You know, they had like in their like early eighties, it was a lot of like it was metallic, but still heavy melodic. This song, this record, when this came out, I, I don't know how to explain it, but when this record came out, in this song in particular, it blew everybody away. Because this was a band that was basically been around from the seventies, and then had a very and really okay, now remember this is this is nineteen ninety, right? So they've been around since the seventies, and this was and you how you feel how you feel about the song is how we felt in a way of like this is so heavy this doesn't even sound like Judas Priest like this is like sounds like one of the younger bands sounding like this, and so the fact that a band that had been around for this long a legacy act to sound fresh and new like this was like. I mean, it, it blew everybody away, everybody. And this song today still holds up in the world of, of heavy metal as like an absolute phenomenal song. Like you have to, and it's so technically proficient and fast and like, it's insane. It's an insane song. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, so it's like a combination of everything, you know, he comes out, um, they release this. It's just like such a, like a, Hey, not only do you guys think we're old and kind of irrelevant at this point, because they were sort of their career was starting to like head down, you know, it was the nineties and it started and then they released this record and like put them right back on top again and just bam, like just awesome. That's amazing. I love. Thank you, Chuck. I appreciate it. Yeah. Formed in 1969. Wow. I'm actually reading KK Downing's, but he was one of the guitar players in this band. Read him, been reading his book. It's fascinating stuff. But yes, formed in 1969. And then for them to come out in 1990 with a record that sounds like this, especially this song, like blazing, blazing metal. Oh, just phenomenal. And I know it's hard because you're not, you weren't in the metal, you weren't a metal fan. But if you were, I think you would have felt the same way. Well, I can. I can say that I am impressed with the longevity of the career. Yeah. And, and their ability and open-mindedness to reinvent themselves to remain being relevant. That's impressive. So many people cannot do that. Yeah. And do it well, at least. It's so hard. I mean, it's so incredibly difficult to do. Yes. And thank you, Chuck. 50 Million Albums sold one of the greatest metal bands of all time. That's amazing i love chuck's additional knowledge he can throw in there yeah. well and they're like they're like a world band like there's so there's few bands like in the world of metal that are like world like mm-hmm. accepted by all the countries judas priest iron maiden like 
these are bands that you can go pretty much anywhere in the world and someone's wearing an Iron Maiden or Judas Priest shirt. I mean, of course, Metallica is there too, but of course, but you know, but these guys were even like Metallica was listening to Judas Priest and Iron Maiden to develop the sound, the like, sound that they landed with. These those guys were first; they paved the way, and like they are like a world renowned band. Where yeah, you can get you can see their merchandise being worn by anybody at any corner of the earth. I don't even know. Like Metallica's logo is so like in my head. Yeah. I'm going to have to look up Judas Priest's logo because I don't know that I would even recognize it. And I think you would like other Judas Priest songs. I know I gave you a hot and like really hot and heavy one here, but it's just such a great song. I really wanted to get your reaction, but you would probably like some of their other songs like headed on the highway. And you've probably even heard those songs. Like, Probably even going to like the games and stuff like that. You've probably heard like Judas Priest songs. They didn't realize it was Judas Priest. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Breaking the law. Once Amanda hears breaking the law, you'll get it. Da-na-na-na-na-na. I'm going to write that down. Oh, the riff, riff, okay. riff salad. It's great. <laughs> riff salad. I love it. I almost wrote salad down instead of law. I was breaking the salad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even breaking. like salad. <laughs> They're up there with the like ACDC, you know, like just. Bands that have legendary careers, written songs, and just paved the way. Super impressive. I will um, check out Breaking the Law because much different than me. this. Very interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a playlist. I'm gonna do a playlist. I'm gonna commit. I'm gonna commit. Commit, commit to and a classic I, priest playlist. And you hear go. the evolution. I will hear it and I will see it. And to be fair, though, even though I didn't really love it. I can respect it, and I gave it three records. Okay, well, I think your three records is a, is a good assessment of it. I mean, it's I just you know I could have given you the other, and I thought about giving you other Judas Priest songs. There's so many, and I would have been like, eh, I, I think you would like these, but I'm just gonna go right in for like where like I'm gonna go in for the I'm going in for the bullet, going <laughs> in, like, and you went doing in. it, you Pain did killer. it, you did it, but it was. I always can appreciate the success of somebody. So I find it fascinating when somebody, the story blows my mind even more of kind of their longevity. So I give them a ton of credit for that. Thanks for that history lesson, Chris Baglio. You're very welcome, Amanda. <laughs> Three records. And I had a feeling that, I had a feeling you were on a two, and I'm like, I feel like I had to make a case before I heard you say two. I, you know what? Just to be fair. I'll show you. I did three just to show that your case did not influence. So oh, okay. Three oh, okay. There in the three, corner. three records. But three circles. If it would have been a two, I would have absolutely upgraded to a three because you did plead your case so well. Oh, well, thank you very much. <laughs> All right, yeah. Chris, take me to Pooh Corner. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> Pooh Corner. All right. So, this is uh, Kenny Loggins' Return to Pooh Corner. And I actually had to listen to the song a bunch of times. So, at first, you said it to me, I'm like, what, what, what did you send me? This and, I, and I know <laughs> Kenny Loggins. <laughs> so, I do know who Kenny Loggins is. I like Kenny Loggins. I, sure. But I was like, what, what are you sending me? Like, so. <laughs> I did listen to the song a bunch of times and uh, and the song really grew on me because the first time I listened to it, I'm like, this is cute. I'm like, this is for kids, man. I'm like, what? you know, like I, and then I listened to it more and I'm kind of like, well, but I really like these lyrics and it's so wholesome and it's, it's poo. And like, I, I don't have anything negative to say. Like, I'm not angry at a song. I'm just, but I was just like, what is this? And then, but I did some, some digging and, uh, and I, I, cause I was like, where did this song, come? like, why did he just, Start. I mean, there's a guy that wrote like Danger Zone and uh, you know, and, and I'm all right. Don't want to worry about me. Whatever those lyrics are. But like he, 
like he's he's a hit maker, right? So I'm like, why then does he write a children's record? Which <laughs> I mean, if he, that's what he wanted to do, fine. But like, what? What was the point? So I didn't really find out the point of it, <laughs> but I did find <laughs> out a bit about the song and like the history of it. So this is actually the version you sent me is actually uh, an updated version. I don't know if you knew that. I probably I it was on a CD of mine, so okay. it, a thousand percent. Right. Had to be on the updated version. Right. So this is the, I guess, considered the 1994 version of the song. Yes, exactly. So You're this, right. but the song was originally called House at Pooh Corner. And then he uh, redid Return to Pooh Corner. So that's what this re-recorded version. So the original song, he wrote it. Um, and it was based obviously on the children's book of the same name. And it was first performed by the nitty gritty Dirt Band on their 1970 record, Uncle Charlie and his dog Teddy. He then recorded the song with Log when he did Loggins and Messina on their 1971 album, Sitting In. And the song is told from a perspective of both Winnie the Pooh and Christopher Robin and serves as an allegory for the loss of innocence and nostalgia for childhood. So get this. This is just this is just blows me because this is just how talented Kenny Loggins is. So I don't care what anybody mm-hmm. says. Like the guy is an amazing talent. Once again, you write a hit song, right? <laughs> write one, right? Let alone many that he's written. Oh, yes. So check this out. Loggins was seventeen. He was a seventeen-year-old high school a senior in high school when he wrote this song. And. Obviously, it says it's become one of Loggins' most popular and most beloved compositions and remains a staple in all of his live performances to this day. Now, I did watch a live version. It's like live from the Redwoods. And I was like, this is so great. Like, I felt so, I'm like, I watched it and I felt so good afterwards. I'm like, this is like so wholesome and so innocent. And like, who doesn't like Winnie the Pooh? And like, you instantly takes you right back to being a kid. And like, and and I agree, you know, it's it was it's a really it's a cool live performance, but I'm also like blown away by the musicianship of like he is such an underrated guitar player. Oh, my God. He's like crazy, crazy good guitar. So anyway, in 1994, so the version we're talking about right now, Loggins re-recorded the song with an additional verse. So that's so he, now in, and under the title Return to Pooh Corner. And it features a duet with Amy Grant and backing vocals from Grant's then husband, Gary Chapman. So if you listen to this version, you hear it like, you know, it goes back and forth a little bit. So that's Amy Grant on on vocals. Um, This record itself was called Return to Pooh Corner. It was the eighth studio album by him. And it was released in 1994. And it features songs because it's all he does all cover songs of children's record, the children's songs by John Lennon, Ricky Lee Jones, Paul Simon and Jimmy Webb, along with several other traditional children's songs. The songs are described as music for parents and children to enjoy together. Um, check this out, though. This is how successful this record was, though. See, this just keeps blowing my mind. So, at 1994, it was a successful album for Logan, selling over 500,000 copies and was nominated for a Grammy. Mm-hmm. Uh, guest appearances are made by David Crosby and Graham Nash on All the Pretty Little Ponies, Patty Austin on the Neverland Medley, and Amy Grant and Gary Chapman on the title track, which is rewritten Return of Pooh Corner. And um, and Loggins returned to Pooh Poo Corner several years later for 2000s record, more songs from Pooh Corner. So this was a very successful children's record for Kenny Loggins. Now, that being said, I uh, I got to say, I, I do like the song. I, I at first I didn't fair because 
I was just like, what is this? Like, I get it. And I like Kenny Loggins, but I'm like, I don't, I don't think I, you know, I was a little, my, my, my defense was up a little too much. I was like, I don't know if I could relate to the song. And I'm like, well, wait a second. What, what, what do we mean? I can't relate to the song. It's, it's freaking Winnie the Pooh. Like just shut up and listen to the song, Chris. So I listened to it more and I got to tell you I, more and more. And then I went and I watched the, the live video of him like live at the Redwoods. And I was like, this is so good. Like, <laughs> I was like really getting like super nostalgic for it. Cause mm-hmm. the lyrics were so off point. So I, it went for me, like not liking the song to like really liking it. Um, and I added it to my Sunday morning playlist. That Here we go. So I, uh, I gotta tell you, this song went from being like, Oh, this is like two records to a four record song. Fantastic. It I really did. I was just kind of like, I don't, what is this? I'm just not in the mood for this. Like, I'm like, no, no, li- listen to the song. Yeah, listen to the song. Yeah, I-, I yelled at myself. I'm like, Chris, stop. It's Kenny Loggins. Like, he's a great songwriter. Like, just listen to the song. Don't just write it off as children's music. Because not that I don't like children's music. It's just of that. Of course. You know. You're in a different season of your life. <laughs> but, but but sometimes, too, I think, like, it's a cash grab for a lot of artists sometimes. Sometimes I feel like they just want to write a children's record because either A, they're bored, or it's just like, oh, I know I'm going to make a lot of money off this. It's yeah. an easy thing. But I don't think that's a case with Kenny Loggins. I feel like, you know, he such a good songwriter that I don't know. And the song is so well. And just like the, when I read, I'm like, he wrote the song when he was 17, like 17. I didn't know that. Like, and that is, I, I barely knew how to play three chords when I was 17, I, let alone write this. Like <laughs> I, now that Owen is 15 and essentially a half, I know a lot of 17 year olds and I can't necessarily like line one up and say, you could write a hit song. They're just in a different place. And so to think that a 17-year-old would be so wildly capable of yeah. creating such a amazing masterpiece that would lead to a bunch of other masterpieces, it just blows my mind. It is. It is absolutely very, like, it's just, a, it's incredible, I think. You know, it just speaks to how talented people are and, and what yeah. they can accomplish. And, um, you know, and I think that this song is, uh, is I mean, obviously it's very good. It's, it's. There's something very wholesome and so innocent about it. So it's like, it makes it hard to sit here and be like, oh, because I definitely don't hate it. That's not any word I would ever use. But at first it was like, I don't know if I could connect with this. This isn't really made for me. But I'm like, but wait a second. It actually is. Like when you think about that, he wrote it when he was 17. And like, it is sort of, I've read another interview with him where he was saying it was kind of like at that time, he was kind of like, hey, I'm turning 17 and I'm starting to say goodbye now to my my actual Mm -hmm. childhood. You know, and I was like, you know what? That I, I absolutely respect that because I know I, I I think we've all been there. And it's like you you do look back and say, man, those, those things I did back then and yeah. this and that. It was such a different time and, and you were able to do, you know, you didn't have the burdens of what we all worry about today on your shoulders, you absolutely. know. And it's kind of is a different like you do that crossover into yeah. that next part of life and you do say goodbye to that stuff. And I and that innocence. And that's what I think that the song, like after re-listening to this, I go, mm-hmm. I, I'm starting to get like, uh, like a little misty eyed. I'm like, this is, this is really, this is actually now connecting with me. And I, at first it didn't. So. It is. And I feel like it's, it's a walk down memory lane, but it takes you down a walk of a good memory lane. It does. Yes. Not like all of the other memories that might stir of like all the stupid things you did when you were younger, but like a very, like you said, nostalgic and a happy place of when we were younger. Yeah, it's, it's just a, a sweet song. It it immediately puts me at ease. And I wasn't yeah. sure if you had heard this song before. So that's I actually fine. had not heard this song before. Okay. So 
Um, and then I went and I listened to the, the other version that mm-hmm. he had did, um, had done with, uh, with Messina, Logan's Messina. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can, it's still very the same, just different. There's an added verse. There's obviously yeah. the Amy Grant. It's just, um, but it's still, the song is still, I mean, it's still the song. I mean, he really yeah. did that much different to, to this version other than they added another verse and Amy Grant and is on it. So, um, Talented. yeah, I definitely say like, this is a song that for anybody out there who's watching and listening, like give it a try, like listen yeah. to it. Cause I think you may be like, what the hell? But I'm telling you, like put it on, listen to the lyrics and, and just like, let it go. And I, I think this song will, if you're having a really bad day, I think the song will help you. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Like if yeah. you were having a bad day, play that song. It'll, yes. I promise you just like relax you and take you into a, a different world. It'll pull you out of that. That. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, or listen to Painkiller by Judas Priest. I mean, or Painkiller by Judas Priest. That's a psych up song. That's like, where did it go? You can either relax a little bit or you can get psyched up by both of our third picks, either (laughs) Painkiller or Back to the Corner. Yeah, you can either get psyched or you can relax. (laughs) Either way, it can help you conquer your day. (laughs) It's like coffee versus decaf. Yes. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. Or no caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, I take that record count yes. for sure. So, I didn't think I was going to get a five. I really didn't. You know, I and I, I, I contemplated it, but I'm going to go. I think it's a solid mm-hmm. four song. It's really good. That. It's not my favorite Kenny Loggins song, though. I'll tell you that. I mean, it's no, it's no Top Gun. It's no Danger Zone. I mean, come we on. had to watch that last Sunday. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Top Gun, I tell you, it's you just look back and you go, wow, some things were really cheesy. <laughs> I can't wait to see the new movie. <laughs> Marcus says the same thing. <laughs> Maverick, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to be good. Um, all right. So with that being said, um, well, this was a really good show. I mean, I, you actually, I will tell you, I am surprised, Amanda Sharp, at my ratings that you gave me this week. Uh, I thought pleasantly were, surprised just to confirm, I'm right? Pleasantly surprised. Okay. Yes. Very pleasantly surprised. I'm really glad that you uh, were very open to some of the songs I gave you and you gave them much better ratings than I anticipated. So thank you for that. You're welcome. And, uh, and I am very happy for the songs you gave me this week. They were all very good songs. Good Thanks. picks. Good Thanks. song list. I'm glad you thought so. I'm yes. glad you thought yes. so. And we hope you. you thought so too, to our listeners. Absolutely. Yes. And, uh, you know, as we said before, if you want to listen to any of these songs, we do have a curated playlist of all of the songs that we've talked about here on the show in this season, season two. So if you go to Spotify and search Chris and Amanda show, uh, uh 2022 2020 2022 playlist uh you can get that it's also there's also a link in the show notes and video description below uh that you can use to listen to those songs and here's some comments where we go oh and here we go i'm telling you there was liquor involved chuck taylor <laughs> well chuck taylor 33 let me tell you friends amanda has never drank an ounce of alcohol except for her communion wine <laughs> <laughs> We also want to say, though, before we sign off, a very happy belated birthday to the, the yes. Chuck Taylor 33. So thank yes. you, Chuck. Happy birthday to you, buddy. I think he's 25. I'm not sure. I think he just turned 25. Yeah. Yeah. So happy 25th birthday there, bud. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, so that being said, uh, just 
<laughs> oh, 21. We, oh, forgive sorry, us. sorry, 21. Forgive sorry, us. sorry, sorry. <laughs> our, our apologies. Our yeah. <laughs> uh, so just as a reminder, uh, we uh, next week, there will not be a live show. Mm-hmm. Amanda and I are taking a much-deserved uh, little holiday break as it is Memorial Day here in the United States. And so that is a national holiday. So uh, Amanda and I will not be live next week. Um, so, but we will be live the following week. So, but we will send out, if you're on our email list, uh, you will get notifications. So if you're not on the Chris and Amanda show email list, please sign up right now using the link in the bio. We do send out a monthly email news or sorry, a weekly email newsletter, uh, featuring the replay links for this show, as well as the highlights from the show and also special discount codes for our merch store. And also if you're interested in sponsoring the show, we put out information in there as well. So it's all things Chris and Amanda universe. So please sign up for our email list. Once again, link is in the show descriptions and show notes below. If you'd like what you heard today, please feel free to head over to buymeacoffee.com backslash TCAS and select a level that you feel most comfortable with. And if you want to commission an episode of the show where you get to pick all six songs for us to review, react, love, hate, whatever, you could do that also there on Buy Me a Coffee. That was a mouthful, and you did it so well, Chris Baglio. And if you want to leave a voicemail message for us that you, we will Please. play on the show, uh, or just to say hello, you could do it at 1-973-506-809, plus 1-973-506-8009. Please leave us a voicemail. We would love that. It's our hotline. It's not as cool as calling Olds, but it's, it's our not. hotline. It's not. And if someone doesn't do it soon, I'm going to call in as like somebody else. <laughs> Don't make me do that, people. <laughs> Don't make me call in as somebody else. Don't make me call myself. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So please call in. Leave us a voice message there. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. All right, Amanda, any any final words? No, fun episode, Chris. I think we made it through really um, without hacking up along or anything like that. So well we done did. to us. <laughs> Thank yes. you for all the people who spent time with us this morning and commented and everyone else who's going to listen to this on replay. We appreciate you and we can't do this show without your support. So thank you so big. Absolutely. Thank you so much for Mark Ronick, the Chuck Taylor 2033, Chuck Taylor 33. John B. Pika, all for checking in with us today on the live stream. If you are, if you do want to catch us live, catch us live on Mondays at 8 8 15 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you can check in and chat with us as well. Once again, we will not be uh, live next Monday as we're taking the holiday off, but we will be live the following Monday. June 6th, we will be back to our regular scheduled programming. Thank you so much. Amanda. You're welcome. That's right. I was pulling up my calendar. Yes. Thank you for pulling up the calendar. <laughs> June 6th. Be June there 6th. or be square. That's right. Well, thank you all so much once again for listening. Thank you all for watching live and hanging out with us. Please make sure you hit that subscribe or follow button wherever you're listening or watching the show. And please make sure to like, follow, and share this with everybody you know, because that's how the show everyone growing. Everyone. Everyone. And follow us on Instagram and TikTok as well at the Chris and Amanda show. That is it for us. Thank you all so much. Love you all very, very much. See you guys (laughs) soon. Bye, everyone. To get notified every single time we drop a new episode of the Chris and Amanda show, just hit that follow or subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to follow us over on TikTok or Instagram at the Chris and Amanda show. 